This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Rose podcast. I'm your host, Blake Horseman, here with my buddy, as usual, Eric Bradley. And today's episode, we have special guest Ben Higgins, our buddy. Uh, we're going to catch up with him. But before we do, uh, we got a lot of catching up to do. Um, it's been a minute before we've done kind of a what our lives have been up to and things like that. And I, if you guys haven't seen, I got some pretty big news coming. I uh, dropped this this last week. Um, so pretty exciting stuff there. But uh, yeah, let's get into it, man. Let's well, get into that's it. That's where we should probably just dive into. Um, yeah, wh- you filmed a new show. Da da da! I did. <laughs> I feel like the what? Did, what were you guys calling it? Uh, assignment? Or I was out on yeah, assignment. You were out on assignment. Yeah, yeah. I was out on assignments. It's um, just so weird now yeah. looking back at how long ago that shit was. Like this is back yeah. in December. Yeah. And it's yeah. yeah. So yeah. So what have you been doing with yourself? <laughs> yeah. like, so I filmed the show. Um, yeah, back you know back in December. Uh, what's crazy is like I. Well, I guess it was technically November because it was right after Thanksgiving. That was because well, that left. was Thanksgiving yeah, yeah. night, and then you left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think the crazy part is, is we're so spoiled in Bachelor. Like we're just you know they have like six week turnover, month turnover for these shows. Every other network takes months, even years sometimes. Like Netflix takes years. To flip their shows over. So we're just so spoiled. So this has been very hard for me. But for a lot of those other people on that cast, they they were like, this is completely normal. You know, but for me, I'm like, I need communication. I need to know when it's dropping. I need to know the press. I need to blah, blah, you know, so it's been it's been hard. I mean, obviously, we haven't <laughs> been that good at keeping things a secret. Um, but at the same time, this was a competition show. This was yeah. a competition show. Yeah. I was so going to say, different. yeah. So. Why did you go back on television? Yeah, and tell us yeah. about this this new show. So obviously, yeah, a lot of people, you know, have been asking like, would I ever go back on show? And they or go back on television. The answer was always yes, but I would never do a dating show again. Like I would not do a dating show again. Uh, so when this opportunity came up, you know, I've had opportunities in the past for other shows and things like that, but this the timing just seemed great. Um, the let's just say the uh, the money was right. Um, and a lot of other things just happened to be, uh, you know, aligned perfectly. And I was like, you know what? Why not? Like, it was a slow month for us DJing. You know, December is a slow month. So I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's go for it. Uh, and it was awesome. It was a great experience. Um, competition shows are different. So this is obviously my first competition show. So it was very different vibe, very different. You know, it was like, I just so something. This is a really cool fact. Um, something I didn't even know going in. Uh, but there was actually a case um, that went all the way to the Supreme Court. Uh, in like the 80s, I want to say, or late 70s, uh, and it regarded competition shows. And you cannot, by law, manipulate a competition show. You cannot manipulate contestants in a competition show because there's money on the line. So 30 years ago, whatever it was, 20 years, 40 years ago, um, somebody felt like the producers had a favorite and they were helping them win the money every time. And that's highly illegal now. So it is very, very hands-off. There is no puppeteering, none of that stuff. So that was very enticing for me, obviously, after the experience I've been through. Um, so that was something I didn't even know a competition show. So that was another reason I was like, you know what? I'm going to put myself back out there, go back on TV, take a risk uh, because I can be myself. You know, I can be myself and not worry about that other outside stuff. So that was nice. So so you mentioned like competitions, like without probably spoiling anything on the show, like w- what kind of co- were they like physical competitions? Were they kind of like the like cheesy whipped cream, like sexy competitions? 
Yeah. So the first, this is the first ever. So guys, by the way, the name name of the show is All Star Shore, and is the first ever party competition show, which is right up my fucking alley. So right it's like beer alley. pong and yes, yes, and it's cornhole. All, yeah, Not I can't bags, get, cornhole. Right, cornhole. Now I can't get in too much detail, like you said, but. Let's just say it is not the challenge. We're not out there freaking breaking bones and things like that. We're doing fun party-like challenges. So during the day, it's a I don't know, easy version, easier version of the challenge. And then at night, it's Jersey Shore. So we rage all night, party all night, and then we compete all day. Uh, so Yeah, exactly. So physically, this was actually a pretty demanding show just because your body didn't get much rest. Um, so were you just drunk 24 like, <laughs> seven? Let's just say, like, I'll put, I'll put it this way. Uh, there was a lot more drinking than the bachelor. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It was set up very, very different. There were no minimums. We'll just say that there were no minimums. So, and the people I were the, one of the coolest parts about this show guys, and I'm going to say this for the leading up to this show for the next month. So you're going to get sick and tired of hearing this. The diversity in this show is remarkable. And I'm not just saying we have cultural, diver- we actually had like people who had to like translate things. Like we had cultural diversity, language diversity, sexual diversity. We had bi, we had gay, we had straight, we had everything in between. Um, so it's just the diversity on this show is incredible. And that's the coolest part is seeing these cultures compete against each other. And like, there's some language barriers, there's some cultural barriers there's some of that. So all in all, like this show brings a lot of different things that I think here in America, we haven't seen as an audience. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, I was going to I was going to ask you about that, too, because I remember when you were kind of in the quarantine part. Yeah. And, you know, we were still talking a little bit. We were trying to figure out, like, who's on the cast? Who's? And I was like, why the hell are you on this? Like, <laughs> <I know. laughs> you are this like hillbilly white boy from Bailey, Colorado. <laughs> I know. And it's just a bunch of like, yeah, Europeans. And it's yeah. just like, we, and cr- where, like a lot where, of how huge are you, personalities. How did they <laughs> like, find you to like, where, how did this work? How honestly, did they find I, you to get on the show? Yeah, honestly, I just got emailed a couple times and like normal, I just put it like right into the junk box. Like I wasn't thinking much of it. I get asked to, you know, shows a lot. And I was just like, yeah. And they reached out to my to my um, agent, Lori, and I was like, she kind of came back to me and she was like, you know, this is actually sounds like a pretty great opportunity. It's a huge names behind it, a huge network, a lot of money. This might be pretty big. You might consider this. So I did the interview and I was like, you know what, maybe this is something I want to do. So I agree. Trust me. We were sitting in the yeah in the quarantine. I was like, what am I doing on the show? Like there's some huge, huge, huge personalities, a lot of diversity, a lot of like um, bring a lot of different things to the table. And I'm like, man, I, I mean, everybody thinks I'm like this huge, dramatic person who brings all this drama but I, like I, you know it was the women who brought all the drama yeah. to paradise like i'm pretty like i always say like i'm kind of low-key boring tv you know um but i think i was perfect in this role because i think i kind of took on as you'll watch i don't want to say too much but as you watch the show you'll kind of see like i took on a different role um this i was definitely one of the older men in the show um and i kind of took out a, a cool role throughout the throughout the show but uh i'm so I, listen the one thing i can say now which i couldn't have said in you know paradise and everything is like i'm glad i did it like i'm glad i did it. i would do it again um so that says a lot coming from me so yeah 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 because i remember even having conversations with like angelina a little bit on the back channels like yeah. trying to figure out and then when when she pieced together like you were there yeah i was i was like you better watch out for my boy blake down there <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot of really cool names guys and i i put up a link of like the whole cast but I, and i see a lot of people doing that thing like i don't know any of these people i'm like good 
like that's a good thing yeah. you're gonna fall in love with some of these characters there are some characters on here who are hilarious like I mean, true characters oh, yes exactly like people who were born to, to be on reality television. tv yeah. yes reality tv to like just hilarious like i remember i la- i've never laughed so much in my life some of these one-liners that some of these people have and just their taglines and just what like they're just it's not like bash or bachelorette you know what i mean where they're like very it could be a serious mood mode and you know there's just like everybody's trying to like find it's like it wasn't like that i was just having fun and like making fun of themselves and each other and it was a good time yeah and then mm-hmm. the, so the show comes out on the 29th correct correct 29th the 29th uh wednesday i believe that's wednesday wednesday the 29th the show drops i believe don't quote me guys and i'll have more info when i get closer but i believe they're going to drop two episodes that yeah, I was day i ask you the rollout yeah. process because like normally netflix will do like three or four like episodes a week or yeah or yeah. whatnot but the but this is paramount plus mm-hmm. so it's different so don't quote me i'm pretty sure they they posted and they it was gonna be two the first week and then i'm guessing it'll be one a week after that i'm not entirely sure obviously i'll get some more info as we go along but uh but yeah i'm really excited if you guys see the show i mean from everybody we keep hearing you know from behind behind the scenes and a lot of people that worked on have worked they worked on some other very big shows and all, a lot of them are like this is one of the funniest shows that they've ever seen like been a part of so um it's not meant to be a serious show so don't don't go in thinking you're going to be watching the bachelor bachelorette this is meant yeah, to be light-hearted for a rose no. yeah like, exactly this, this is meant to be a light-hearted show um it's got some kind of i think you know i obviously i don't know what's going to be aired um it could have some serious moments here and there but i think it's gonna be a light-hearted funny um just kind of like escapism if you will yeah so yeah so now so it wasn't a, a love show <laughs> but I've seen, I, I'm seeing stuff all over the place. That someone, <laughs> you know, is is supporting a DJ. Someone's very sweet, respectful. Let's um, just say, yeah, we'll say this. It, we'll say, is there a love story that's tied <laughs> into this? Let's just say, when you put a bunch of people, you know, down on a beach and you, you know, you're having fun and it's lighthearted. Sometimes love connections can happen. Sometimes Uh-oh. they can happen. And uh, we'll just say you guys are going to have to tune in June 29th because there are some awesome relationships that that come from this, you know, um, whether it be friendships oh. or real relationships. Um, there are some really cool um, things that come from this show. Um, so, yeah, you're going to have to tune in to see. But uh, I am excited for you guys to maybe watch a uh, relationship unfold. Oh, man. <laughs> and and with that. <laughs> let me put this. Let me put this. Um, the first two episodes are going to be a lot of me. <laughs> we'll put it that way from what I've heard. Oh, no. Uh, then I'm going to kind of disappear for a little while, I think. <laughs> but the first two episodes, <laughs> I think, are going to be quite a bit of me. So, oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anxiety, as usual, is through the roof. <laughs> like, even though I know it's going to be good. Well, it can't be any worse than your no, last edit. But I, so. Like, I know it's not even going to be that. I know it's going to be good. And I'm still anxious. You know, it's just how it is when you put yourself out there and put yourself on TV. Like, you're just going to have haters and, you know, assholes. And that's just the way it is. So, um, you just got to prepare yourself for that. So, it's been three years. Three years. <laughs> I do got to give our guy Justin a shout out here because he was like, Blake, what are you doing wearing those shorts? Yeah, that's like, why are you wearing like shorts I would wear to a beach like in Europe? (laughs) Dude, it's so funny, too, because those photos were taken after filming. So like I had been we had been ran through the mud for a month and eating and drinking like crazy. And then they decided to take photos. I was so mad. Bro, I was so I was in such good shape going in. I was so mad when they decided they were going to do the photos because they took photos of us before. But then they want to do it after too, and I was like, "Son of a bitch!" Yeah, because what was that diet look, you were dude, on? The, uh, brutal. The, fi- the fish diet before paleo. Dude, yeah, oh, I didn't eat meat for like it? a paleo? month, and yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was 
No, it was the opposite. I was a vegetarian. I was a pescatarian. Pescatarian. Yeah, I was a pescatarian for like a month. I was in fantastic shape. And even in the preview, they showed like a little preview on the MTV Movie Awards. And I looked good. And I was like, yeah, I wish I would have used those fucking photos. Instead, they used after I'd eaten Pringles and fucking, yeah, terrible food and drank beer all for a month. You know, it was brutal. But it is what it is. Um, But yeah, I mean... It's it's a good show, you guys. You guys are gonna enjoy it a lot. Like I said, it's just very different than what I think a lot of our audiences used to used to seeing. Um, so yeah, it's it's gonna be a good one. I'm excited. Yeah, so I guess we'll have uh we'll be recapping those now. Yeah, we'll definitely uh, be recapping though. I mean, we're not gonna go chronological kind of to read. Yeah, it'll <laughs> yeah. actually be fun to recap with a, a a series that's leaving you cliffhanging every week. Yeah, yeah, and, and with and hopefully we we can get some guests from the show. You can probably have some poll now on that one. Oh, absolutely, so. yeah. And I don't know how like what they're going to be as far as like if I can actually talk about some fun behind the scenes during the season. But I'm sure they'll be okay with it. But we'll find out. But yeah, it's gonna be really fun to be able. I can kind of be like, yeah, this actually is. You know, this is what happened. Like I freaking you know freaking I was terrible in this game because blah blah blah. So. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be really fun. We are not going to go chronological and spend a ton of time, but I I would like to like definitely get some of those guys, some of these people on you guys on this podcast. They are so funny. Some of these I would people actually love so to talk to that. Fucking Vanjie's amazing. <laughs> Vanjie, you guys, for if you, for those of you that don't know, he's RuPaul drag show. Um, One of the funniest. God, he's so funny, man. And then, I mean, I can't even there. Bethan, all the UK people are just hilarious. Like their accents. I just it just makes yeah. everything funnier and. It's just, yeah, the Brazil, we have, you know, a bunch of people. So basically there's, I think, three from Brazil, five from the UK, three or four from Mexico, and like four or five of us from the US. So all over the world, really, all, honestly, all over the world. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be yeah. a wild ride. It's going to be wild. I'm ride. pretty sure we'll get Giannina on and hopefully, uh, I would we'll love to talk with Angelina. Angelina, we'll get Angelina on. She'll just take over the show for 45 minutes. So. <laughs> It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's not, like I said, it's just, just so different than what we're used yeah. to. And I can't stress that enough. And I'm so excited to be in, you know, like a different audience, a new network. It's just, it's just something I've, I think it's something, like I said, the timing was right. So I just think it's, it, everything happens for a reason. I think this, this happened at the right time. So with you mentioning the new, new network. Uh, so obviously that's all under the umbrella of Viacom. Which Viacom so, runs the fucking world. Like they so own you- everything. Do you see yourself or have they approached you about maybe like other opportunities or other shows down the line that can come yeah. from this one? Yeah, yeah, good question. So like, yeah, I mean, obviously there are so many shows that, you know, under that umbrella of Viacom. Um, and the cool thing about, you know, this this Paramount or whatever you want to call it is they, you know, I don't want to say too much, but let's just say like they, they enjoy some of their talent and everything going on other shows and even on other networks too, because it just helps everybody out and it helps everybody, you know, get bigger and everybody, you know, promote each other. So in yeah, that sense, as it's well very as different. promoting them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It shows. Helps. Like, yeah. yeah, I've never understood that coming from marketing. ABC does not like yeah. people promoting their shows no. in their network. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many times the bachelor and bachelorette and bachelor in paradise will be said on this show. Like it will be, I used it a lot as like, you know, references and things like that. Like, so it's crazy, you know, that they're going to get this whole new audience of ba- of people who probably haven't maybe watched the bachelor. So yeah, it's just crazy to me too, that they don't really, and ABC, honestly, ABC doesn't have very many reality shows compared anyway mm-hmm. to, yeah. you know, MTV reality, you know, uh, Viacom, I mean, Paramount, all that. I almost feel like MTV set the bar. Oh yeah. As like me growing up when I was younger, it was like, started VH1. off with real world. Well, it started well, off real with real world. world. That's true. Yeah. With road the rules. Show, then road rules came out yeah. and then you had the real world road rules road yeah. 
why yeah. can't I say this? Such yeah. tongue, tongue twister. But the challenge of of those two shows. Yep. And then and yeah, that kind of morphed into the actual challenge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where now, they yeah. And, and now, now they have, have all kinds of different shows yes. now coming. And now Especially some coming down the pipe too, some big and ones. That's so. that's worldwide too, because you have real world of all over Europe competing mm-hmm. against the American like Americans and yeah. Yeah. And the coolest part too, and I've, I've not many people can say this, but like I'm season one, I'm OG season one of this all-star shore and they're planning on having, you know, 10, 15 seasons. So like, that's pretty cool. It's like, I got to see production did an incredible job. Like I got to see them kind of go, go, you know, I, it'll get smoother obviously as every season goes on, but like, I got to see the beginning when like they were still trying to figure out things and what the show was going to look like and how hard the competitions were going to be that kind of stuff. So that's something that's pretty cool that not many people can say they've, they've been part of an OG season one of a series. So that's pretty cool. Outside of that news, yeah. anything else coming up? It's pretty busy uh, June. So yeah, pretty good month this month. First of all, shout out Chicago. Uh, I was out in Chicago at one fifteen bourbon street last weekend. Fantastic show showing as usual. They always treat us amazing, and it was good to see Kenny and kind of catch up with him. And um, so, yeah, shout out Chicago, fun as usual per Bourbon Street showed out. Uh, what do we got next week? Uh, we York. are out New York, Rowdy Energy, baby. Uh, can we announce who we're doing it all with and stuff? Can we? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a private invite event. Yeah, true, yeah. true. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're doing a really fun um day, I should say, with Camille. Um, she just kind of sounded with Rowdy as their what is it, Chief? wellness um, officer chief wellness, chief wellness officer wellness. yes um, so she's gonna put she's kind of doing a little workout i'm going out there to dj for it we're gonna have a fun day with camille and rowdy energy out there in new york uh so really excited for that then i will be straight from there to columbus friday nights playing down at gala park events down there at, in columbus gala park uh so really excited for that never played in columbus and ohio goes fucking hard so it's gonna be wild it's gonna be a good one columbus and then up to cleveland and saturday I'm renting a car driving up to cleveland saturday playing at ivy club out there in cleveland uh really excited for that as well uh cleveland always is a good time always a good time so that'll be fun and then uh, the next week what do we got going on the next is that the next week already uh the next week we play the mile calendar. back in mile high spirits here in denver yeah nashville high. for some more rowdy events around the nascar race yep and uh, an amazing event with Ashley Fine Furniture and Pandora with Cole Swindell. So, yes, super excited for that. We're in Nashville for like five days. It's going to yeah. be crazy. Uh, we're doing a couple events with Rowdy and the NASCAR, and then uh, an awesome, awesome um, opportunity and show with Cole Swindell out there with Ashley Furniture and Pandora. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait for that. It's going to be. Which, by the way, I know everyone can't see these, but I do have. Cool. They sent like three signed oh, cds so maybe we'll give, give some autographed cds by cole away on yeah. the podcast page now that we're back on the with the instagram page we're back baby that was a shit show uh week yeah. almost actually damn it was about a week I, ho- I hope everyone who sent their venmos got money from blake and i um, <laughs> it should be like two to three hundred dollars um, yeah fuck i hope none of y'all got scammed too hard we oh, apologize we tried to tell you guys i mean we tried to put it up as much as possible on Instagram, but I know we were late a little bit here and there, so I hope nobody got scammed. Our too page bad. is still getting uh, questions. Yeah, we're still getting questions like, about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this real? This can't be real. Is yeah. are you serious? Like, <laughs> yeah, guys, never send your cash yes. app. Never send your cash app or Venmo to strangers, even <laughs> if they claim to be somebody. Um, yeah. yeah we, so yeah, we, we would never 
be giving away money. And no, yeah, we are, love you guys. Trust yeah. me, we love you guys. But <laughs> I mean, if the, if this fat cat killer takes off, yeah, we're going to be giving away ten thousand dollar monthly giveaways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah, we will get our audience up a lot. We will get the oh, listeners up big, big time. time. Our downloads up huge. We'll start looking. We'll we'll start looking better than restart. Dude, that's the way. That's the way people on YouTube get big, bro. They just do giveaways. They give away cars and shit, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh. Well, cool. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll see you guys out on the road uh, this month. And we got some fun stuff coming this month, guys. We got some cool, some other guests. Um. And then obviously, yeah, going to start recapping the end of this month. We'll start recapping my show and the hopefully the first two first two episodes for sure. We'll recap, yeah. um, which will be really fun. And then um, right back into uh, the Bachelorette. Yeah, and the Bachelorette starts. What well, they officially announced? Well, they 11th, announced it before eleventh, July eleventh. Yeah, sorry, July eleventh. Yeah. So, and I'm excited for that. I really am. I'm excited, and well, I'm sure we're gonna get some tea coming out of Paradise here soon because everybody left for Paradise over the weekend. Yeah. So we'll hit some tea. So we'll we'll kind of we'll discuss what we can on here uh, when we get a chance. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. Coming up next, we got Ben Higgins. Catch up with our boy Ben Higgins. We'll be right back. great friend of ours uh he's been, it's been a minute since he's been on the podcast i know i know you guys know him ben higgins thanks for coming on ben oh pumped to be here it has been a minute it's been a long time it has I've a lot has happened in your life yeah yeah wait you've had sex off to a hot start with eric Jeez. yeah you're not wrong Fuck yeah let's just get to it well, it's, been, it's been in the news lately too so it's been two years since we've had you on ben that's crazy dude wild yeah lots changed in your long. life man first yeah. things first you're a married man how long has it been now since when was it beginning of november yeah dude we're six we're over six months over in over six months you, do you still love her do you guys still love each other a lot <laughs> it, it's funny though so at the six month anniversary on the phone with my uh my family and they're saying hey you made it six months and i was like halfway there and <laughs> just looks at me i was like no they say the first year's the hardest like once we make it to the first year we're fine so far, so good. So far, I've been so gone good. a lot, but so far, so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How how present have you been in this for six months? <laughs> this, like you're golfing marriage. every weekend. Like <laughs> I would love, yeah, I would love to say that it's all been for fun and games. Um, I've been gone a lot. It's uh, it works out uh, because she works, and there is a like a I think there's a a good rhythm to travel when you're married because you miss the person. Mm-hmm. If not, you kind of. You just get kind of stuck in a routine maybe. And so when I'm gone, it's like every time I hit I-70 heading home, I get really excited, uh, which is cool. So I don't want to travel as much as I am forever. uh, But for right now, I mean, it's kind of made this like, you know, puppy dog wedding season really fun. Yeah. No, I was going to say, it seems like you guys are, yeah, I, I, so I actually agree. And I don't know if it's a controversial, not controversial, if it's a hot take or not, but like, I agree that sometimes, you know, like distance does make the heart go fonder a little bit. And so if you're just every day, you see that person and I'm not saying it can't, that can't work, but I think also like missing somebody after being on the road, you know, for like three, four or five days, whatever it is. Plus plus you guys, you guys did do the long distance relationship thing for quite a while prior to COVID. So very yeah, true. Very it. true. It's probably the norm. It is. I mean, and we get, we, you know, we did get used to that and then we, you know, live together. So that, that has, it's like, no matter how great you get along, living together brings up all new things. How do you fold your clothes? Do you actually fold your clothes? Um, <laughs> you know, no. how clean do you want the house? How clean don't you want the house? 
And so I think, and, and my, like my dad didn't travel much growing up. Uh, he was always kind of working from home, but her dad, uh, would travel like one day, two days a week. And, uh, and I think it, it did it like added a special element to the relationship. Cause you, you do, you miss them, you want them around, um, and you don't take anything for granted. And so mm. when we have evenings where now I'm home, cause she's home a lot. Uh, she's an esthetician here in town, so she doesn't travel as much as I do, but when like I'm home, the puppy's here laying on the floor. Uh, there's just like, it's super like sacred. It's very mm-hmm. it's special. No, I agree. And I, I like you're exactly right. like, you know, you make a big dinner when you're home where sometimes you're home, yeah. you know, for a bunch of, you just eating like in hot pockets or whatever. So mm-hmm. I agree. It's like a cool moment. How is the house, man? Are you like guys officially 100% moved? Are you ever going to feel officially 100% moved in? You know, uh, we did get this house. We're moved in. Uh, we don't have art on the wall yet. We like, we have nothing on the walls. I, and I don't know if it's going to be art. It could be like my, you know, high school football picture. I, <laughs> we have nothing on the walls. We are, uh, here's the thing about living in the mountains. Stuff goes bad quickly, especially when it's wood. And so I actually, right before I jumped on here, I had a contractor out. We're going to have to redo our decks, which is the worst timing in the world to redo decks. Cause everything's so expensive. Um, mm-hmm. But it does feel like home. Like this is home. I don't know. It might be our forever home. I don't know if we'll ever move. We love it here. Uh, we still have snow on the ground, though. It's like, uh, <laughs> you know, the end of May. <laughs> I, I honestly, I, it was kind of funny for a bit. Uh, it's always been kind of a joke. And here recently, like I see it in my wife's eyes where she's like, the other day she goes, uh, you bamboozled me. Um, <laughs> you told me that this is going to be awesome. And like, 50% of the time, it's awesome. The other 50%, it, there's snow on the ground. So that's the only problem, but we do love it. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I have elk in the yard. That's pretty. Uh, that's what I've always dreamed of. That is really cool. Yeah. No, you got a great area, man. I love when we we went up there when you had yeah. just like just bought the place. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was awesome. The area is awesome. I mean, it's it's just close enough to Denver. Like you're not way out of town, Yeah. Um, but you're still in the mountains. Um and honestly, I would say it's more of like 70, 30. I think 30% of the time is snow. Cause I think she's about to hit summer in the mountains is amazing. Cause it doesn't get too hot. Yeah. I think, I think she'll be like, Oh, I see now. Like from here on, I, I don't think we're going to June snow. I don't think we'll get a June snow, but you never really know, I guess. Yeah. She, uh, it's, the summer here is going to be great. And we love the yeah. hike, especially now with the dog. We're outside all the time. We're walking. Uh, it's kind of our thing at night when we, instead of like sitting around the table talking about work, we go on a walk. Hey, how was your day? What's been going on? It's our, it's like our rhythm every mm-hmm. evening we do like a 30 minute walk. And so once it's nice, I think it's gonna, for, we're going to forget everything. Um, but like, dude, I'm, I'm an, like an, an old man now. Like I, you know, what was the saddest part about the late snow was that my garden was already planted. <laughs> I saw your story. Yeah. It's that's sad, that is honestly sad. <laughs> yeah. It's like $500 in plants and shrubbery that has now just been crushed and frozen. It, it hurts me. <laughs> yeah. I honestly want a garden though. Like yeah. you say, you're old. I get it. Cause I want a garden. I'm like looking at where I could put it in my yard. I want a garden real bad. Uh, yeah. So how is Waylon, man? How's the pup? Miss the little You know, I, uh, I love telling the story of Waylon because yeah, uh, you and Elise have so much to do with that. Um, but he is, he's incredible. In fact, he's, uh, he, we, we, we spent all day in the vet yesterday. He loves to eat everything around. And so he'd eaten oh. something that had got stuck. 
so he had to kind of have like uh, a forced uh like sickness last night to get it out oh uh, shit he's, yeah he's back and ready to go today um <laughs> he's up in his crate right now which he's i can hear him crying he doesn't like it yeah, but yeah. if he was here with us he would be sitting on my lap or biting my feet uh, <laughs> trying to get my attention he hates the phone he hates when i'm on meetings but dude, he's my dude. Like yeah. I, love him. I tell him every night before bed, I look him in the eyes, I grab his face and I say, you are my puppy son who I'm well pleased. <laughs> he knows it. He knows he's my boy. Good. I'm glad he knows it. We need to get a, a doggy play date for sure. Because yeah. Gracie's actually seen now um, a few of her puppies. Cause you know, my dad has one and then my stepsister has one and she just moved back. So we need to get a play date with Gracie and Winnie and uh, Wayland for sure. Oh, I'll bring him down anytime. He's, he's yeah, a be so fun. Yeah, be he's so fun. Yeah. I love the we'll dude. figure that out. We'll find we'll find time. I'd love to come up there because Winnie is he pretty good off leash? How's Waylon off leash? Like, is he decent? As long as there's not any food nearby or birds or chipmunks mm. or elk <laughs> or grass, <laughs> yes, he's good. But if any of those things are going on, then you never know where he's going. Yeah. So Gracie's a pretty shitty off leash, but Winnie's great. Like when I take Winnie out without Gracie, we went to the park the other day and I was off leash the whole time. She stood right by me the whole time and the pack with the park was packed. So I'd like to get her up there in the mountain zone and have her run around a little bit with yeah. and everybody. That'd be fun as hell. So we'll there's some that good out. spots that we can and um we'll do that because I would love to see him with his uh with his siblings. Yeah, I think it'd be great. I think it'd be cute. So yeah, we'll find some time. Um, yeah, and man, I just want to catch up with you. Like, what have you been up to? Because you have been traveling a lot, and I know a lot of that's been you know, you're raising money yeah. for this, for that. You're doing a lot of really cool things out there. So what have you been up to lately? Man, I, uh, you know, something I don't get to talk about a lot, but I've, it's kind of changed the course of things recently. I joined a new uh, board of an organization called Project Hope and they're uh, healthcare focused. And so they also, they have a big disaster relief wing. So right now they're, they're one of the top three organizations in Poland and the surrounding countries of Ukraine. Uh, it's been a really cool experience. Uh, it's a very, uh, it's a 60 year old organization. And so the board is very, um, esteemed, I guess. And they needed me to not be like, I think my role there is to literally bring like a young new perspective of somebody who hasn't been the CEO of a pharmaceutical company. Mm -hmm. Um, and to say, Hey, are we actually doing things well for the next generation? So that's been really cool. Um, generous really is, cool is still off and going. We've, and we've now roasting our own coffee. So we bought a building in Indiana um, that's getting kind of set up right now, but it's, we are roasting out of it. Uh, that's been a whole new world for us. Um, that takes up a lot of my time. Generous takes up most of it. And uh, you, you hope is still a massive part of my life. I'm, I'm getting down there in the next few months, I'm doing a trip. So if anybody's listening that wants to go with me uh, in August, I'm leading a trip to, to Honduras and, uh, we'll be down there for a week and uh, see some of the projects. And we're uh, right now uh, in the process of building 30 new homes um, wow. because of the hurricanes that came through a few years ago. It wiped out a whole community's homes. And so we're building new homes on stilts. They're really cool. Uh, and so we're going to go down and build some homes, see some communities, have a blast, um, kind of get back to Honduras again in a rhythm because we haven't been able to go for so long. Mm -hmm. So that's taken up. And I'm golfing. Like you said, <laughs> you uh, are, you are. <laughs> my golf game has never been better. Uh, Ooh, I am. And you you had a pretty good golf game before, so you must be man, shooting well I, now. I, you know, I uh, am, Wells and I became buddies from the show. And when I first met Wells, Wells was uh, about the same as I was. 
Uh, and so we would go back and forth and then Wells decided to buy a simulator and put it in his mm-hmm. house and Wells went from like a five handicap to a two handicap and like a good two. And so he just starts crushing me all the time. And I, I can't have that. I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> and so I, uh, I've, I've really worked on my game so that I can get back to him. I'm down to a five, five right now. Ooh. I'm a little low. I need to be at out a seven to compete in some of these uh tournaments but I, I play a lot of golf when i'm free um and i'm married so life looks a lot different i don't go out as much i when i'm home i'm home and uh, mm-hmm. i love that it's it's been really peaceful yeah i was gonna no, i was, I was gonna, gonna, gonna ask if uh, if you had cotton wells yet yeah and then i was gonna ask about your house because i know you were putting the golf simulator in the garage right did you get that put in yet no I, that's I, what i'm waiting for then i'm gonna yeah, be over there we'll all be the over time there every, every, <laughs> every week no, my buddy actually opened up a uh, a simulator bar across the street from my house. And so there's three like $100,000 simulators, so much nicer than I would ever buy and uh, right across the street. So I just go over there um, and play and uh, and hang out, which is great. So I'm not doing one in my own house now. Have I caught Wells? Uh, kind of. I uh, we went, We've done two big trips. We went to uh, Mesquite, Nevada and played. I got him there uh won the overall there then we just got back from pebble beach iheart and uber eats uh helped us get to pebble beach and chris harrison joined us um which is really cool and andrew firestone it looked awesome i'll say that foursome yeah. was epic legendary foursome it was awesome and i was two under after eight holes uh shot an even on the front at pebble and then went 46 on the back but still got wells by three strokes i tried to lose it I did. I tried to lose. <laughs> so right now I'm on a heater and yeah. uh, he's getting ready to go to pair or yeah, he's getting ready to go to paradise. And so his golf game is going to struggle. And, uh, and then I'm going <laughs> to meet up with him at the end of uh, July and I'm just going to continue to him. Yeah. Make him know that, you know, he, he he's not going to win this battle. Yeah. What I, sucks is like, people don't know this, but Wells actually, he works pretty hard in paradise. Like I think he doesn't have the, like where he comes down for five minutes and then golfs yeah. the rest of the day. He actually is there a lot and he legitimately bartends like he's actually making drinks so he can't play golf for a good month. So, yeah, you're going to have you're going to have some time on him. I didn't realize that. I mean, yeah, I've it's actually been a to paradise. And so I was talking to him kind of when things were up in the air, like, was he going to go? Was he not? Was he going to host a show or not? And so I was like, what do you do down there? Like, what does your day to day look like? He's like, no, dude, I like clean dishes. Yeah, yeah he works drinks i sit on the beach like and i am the bartender like this isn't just like for show this isn't like there's no like luxury to this no, i don't have yeah. free time and i'm I'm like you gotta be kidding me like you actually are bartending for them like you're making these degenerates drinks all the time <laughs> whatever they want and however they're going to complain to you and you've got to make a decent cocktail form on the beach like that's wild man yeah so, i actually Pretty think it's sure kind of well cool, making one for himself too Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I've done it. I hope so. He's got to. I mean, you're on the beach looking out the ocean. Pop yourself a Pacifico. Have a good time. (laughs) He does drink. I remember him drinking a couple beers here and there. But and on top of all that, he does. He's also considered a producer. He sits in on like producer meetings and everything. And he and he will start up conversations, kind of what producers do. We've all, you know, you've been on the show. Like they start up, he'll start up, he'll like look at somebody and then like try and like pitch him pit him against each other you know what i mean like yeah. he, he is a producer so uh, not only is he just pouring drinks everything but then he has a producer credit and he's in on these meetings and stuff so it's not it's not yeah. an easy it's not a vacation for well so, we'll so blake what are your thoughts on a producer having a podcast then 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't have anything no, to do with Bachelor. This doesn't have anything to do with Bachelor. It's a great question. <laughs> it I is. Really the answer. If he had an ABC, uh, ABC official <laughs> podcast, I'd be raising some hell. <laughs> I would say this, though. I mean, I'm, I'm biased. I can't think of anybody, one, I would uh, I would trust more, or two, that would be good at it. Like, Wells has a big heart. So, like, he might be digging in a little bit, but I, he's probably doing it in a really smart way, and I guarantee he doesn't want to hurt anybody. Like, no. he's not trying to destroy uh, somebody's ego. He might like to, like, get a conversation started. Exactly, but exactly. There's not there's not many people that I think could uh could do what he does as well as he does and still have the trust of um the contestants and I think it's deserved because mm-hmm. when you go down there you know, hey, if Wells is asking me a question that's awkward in front of somebody else like that's just has to happen. Right. That's, right, what, right. that's what this whole thing's about. So it's interesting like he does he carries a lot of weight, which is he why mm-hmm. I was in the camp of give him the hosting job. Like, I don't know yeah. why he's not like, just let him do his thing. I, I know Jesse is uh, trying to take over, uh, kind of be the the face of the franchise, which is fair. And I like Jesse a lot, but mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, I think it's going to be a hard job for Jesse because like, when you think of paradise, you just think of Wells. I just feel like, you yeah. Think of- yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And, and, and I, first of all, I do agree with you. And actually Wells is a cool guy that people will go to, to vent, and yeah. to talk about the, which is really cool. He has a good way. He has like a very opening, you know, he's like a very, um, I don't know what the what word I'm looking for. Well, welcoming. He, 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 you know what I mean? It's like very, a welcoming. And he seems to be very good at like separating and detaching himself from the show when it's like a real conversation or mm-hmm. like with people. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as, so I go back and forth. I, I thought Jesse did actually a very good job, um, you know, with Clayton season. And I, you can listen. I, I have a, <laughs> I think you can pretty much anybody can pretty much host the actual season itself. It's edited. You have a few lines here and there. You got to still be like a yeah. presence and you still have to have hosting experience, but he did a very good job. I thought after the final rose, I was like, okay, like, yeah, actually you can tell, Oh, this man's been hosting for 20 years or how long, long it's been, you know, but there's something about paradise that it's almost less professional and less like, you know, bachelor is all about love and everything. And so is yeah. paradise, but I feel like paradise has this fun aspect to it. And I think Wells is what brings that to paradise. And he has that effect. So I get why people are calling for Wells to be the, I don't think there's like, I don't think Jesse was a wrong pick by any means, but no. I, I see why people are also thinking about Wells. Yeah. I'm not like, yeah, I've never yeah. said he's the wrong pick. I would actually argue um, that it's a disservice to Jesse to have him host paradise because I do feel like it's such a different look that if you just had it as a separate entity, separate mm-hmm. face, separate vibe, it would do great. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, the bachelor and bachelorette is very, you know, buttoned up, you're in a tie, you're in a suit, you're, you know, walking somebody through a process. Paradise more or less is like, let's just see how this thing blows up and let's just try to be there for it. And I think it's, it's hard. I I would say Jesse did a great job, but he's a professional host. Yeah, exactly. You know, like you expect him to do a good job. Mm -hmm. I also don't think there was no winning for Jesse in this. He was either going to have fans um, of the past be like, uh, I just miss Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, this isn't Chris. I don't, I don't understand the show or you're just going to have fans not care. It's mm-hmm. going to be, I think it's going to be really hard for Jesse to get that like buy-in from the fans are like, no, he's our guy. I think they just want, they don't watch it for the host anymore. Agreed. Okay. So this is around too long for it to be separated from. Yeah. So speaking of, of Chris, you just mentioned that you'd played with him at Pebble beach and had a round with him. Yeah. Was that the first time you'd seen him since everything has happened and like talked with him and like 
what's he up to these days and everything? Yeah, yeah I've, I've like FaceTimed him, called him on the phone. Not often. We used to talk a lot. It was kind of sad. I, I think I think for him, he just needed some space from everything um, to like do whatever it is he had to do. Uh, just take some time. So it was the first time I'd seen him in person. It was awesome. Uh, Chris has been really good to me. Now, I don't, I, I'm not, I've always like prefaced this with saying the shows and, and most people would agree. It'd be impossible for me to argue the show has been bad to me at any level. It's been good for me at every level. I have nothing to complain about from my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so Chris was really good to me too. He helped me navigate it. He sat with me when I felt um, overwhelmed or when I felt uh, like I didn't belong or when I felt like I wasn't doing anything right and I couldn't figure out like he did. So he sat with me and, and, and what I appreciated was he sat with me when cameras weren't going a lot of times. So he would come over and watch football or he would call me um, if something happened way past the show as of a few years ago and just be like, Hey, you good? Like, mm-hmm. th- you're all right. Like this is, this is what happens when you throw yourself into a TV show. Like people are going to criticize you. Don't like, you're good, man. And, and he would check in. Uh, what's he up to now is a great question. I don't know a lot. Uh, <laughs> I think, uh, I think Chris is uh, from what I got and I didn't push uh, on like, Hey, what projects are you working on? Are you working mm-hmm. on projects or not? I think Chris has kind of entered into the season of being a, a fully committed fiance and dad. Um, he was traveling so much. He was gone so much that from my, what I was sensing was both of his kids are going to TCU. He's getting to t- Texas now as well. Uh, he's just spending more time being and not in the race that is LA and is Hollywood and is, uh, you know, ABC and the show. And it felt like he was in a better place than I've seen him in a while. Um, and I, and I think he's enjoying that. Yeah. I don't know what's next for him. I would be shocked uh, if he doesn't do something that we're like, that's like we're familiar with. I'd be shocked. Mm-hmm. I, but mm-hmm. right now I have no clue what that is or if it will be. But he felt really good to me. Um, I really enjoyed our time together. That's good. And I think once you get out of the, there's like a rat race and then there's like the entertainment rat race. And it is yeah. like a hundred times the normal rat race. So I bet it does feel good to get out of that because I mean, you know, the four years I've been in, it feels like I've been in it for 30 years. So I can't imagine what he felt like it by the end of it. You know what I mean? Years, so yeah. yeah, exactly. So I'm sure he's, yeah, I'm sure he's having, I'm sure he's enjoying the time off. And like you said, like I didn't, you never, you kind of forget that like, Chris Harrison was on the road a lot and he did probably miss out with a lot of with his family and with his kids and everything. Like it's crazy how much he's probably on the road. Yeah, because I noticed that it doesn't it one of his boys or both of them play like lacrosse or something at TCU. It is a boy and a girl. Is? The boy plays at TCU. They they made a good run this year. Almost I think they almost they went to the national championship, I think. Oh wow. Um yeah, he was gone a lot. It's it's something that goes unspoken uh with him, but being at his house some or, or being around him on the golf course, uh, knowing his kids a little bit for as much as he was gone, like they, it never felt like he was the distant father. I don't know how he balanced that. It's probably something at some point in my life, I'm going to have to figure out and ask him about like how, <laughs> how he's gone all the time. Uh, yet your kids, you were involved in your kid's life. Your kids aren't resentful towards it. They love you. Um, you still made most of their games and their concerts and their plays. Like, how did you do that? I mean, 
I want to say I remember a time where like he flew back to LA for a day to go to his daughter's play and then flew back to set. And I think we were overseas, like just to be there. And I think that's a sacrifice he makes. How nice would it be then to not have to do that? Like to Mm -hmm. just be around now and not be traveling. And let's be honest, like, I don't think he's hurting financially. Um, so <laughs> just fine. He's doing just not fine. now. Yeah. So he can, <laughs> he can take some time. He could take a lot of time to just do what he wants to do. And I think that's cool. But yeah, there's no, I even walked away from, cause I was like with my podcast, I was like, okay, is there anything that I would feel comfortable that I know he wouldn't mind me sharing that I found out. And I was like, there's not even anything that comes to mind that, I found out that he would be mad at me sharing. Like he just felt like he was in a good spot. We played golf. We talked and hung out, um, discussed life. And then we left. And I think that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it sounds great. I mean, yeah. I, when I saw you guys were all four of you guys, I was like, that's an awesome yeah. foursome. <laughs> that's <laughs> a fun foursome. It's a good day out with the boys. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's a really good time. So golf brings us together again. It's nice. We'll be right back. But I did want to talk to you, man. So we both, we're all three part of a project. Um, we're all very, very excited about. Giddy. Um, Maybe yes, a little giddy too is excited. Like, yeah, I like, like that. Giddy. Um, we're like and, children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure those of you listening, if you kind of follow us on social media and everything, we've actually, I think we've mentioned it a couple times on the podcast. Um, but we've, um, you know, partnered with this FCK coin uh, in crypto. And then it's more than just a coin. I think that's what I kind of want to discuss about a lot of people like, Oh, it's crypto. It's a snatch and grab, you know, rug pull, whatever you want to call it. But this, this coin does do a lot of really cool things. And it's one of the first coins out there to really give back and has this philanthropical aspect to it. And I think that's what makes it special and why I think a lot of all three of us are like I said, is are giddy about it. Um, so I just want to talk about your affiliation with the coin man and, and what it's doing for you and many and hope and everything. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, as I told some of the founders, I will never refer to it as FCK coin. I'll call it Fat Cat Killer uh, <laughs> because I don't know. I, I'm not a, a huge fan of the FCK slogan, but um, Fat Cat Killer is awesome. And uh, we came, we have a couple buddies who helped create it and found it. And so when they came to me the first time, they I'm, I'm familiar with crypto. I would never sit on a panel for crypto. I just... <sighs> understand uh especially the currency side and why it's attractive enough um that you know i i'm I'm interested and i think i think it intrigues me to stay involved in the currency side i you asked me how they mine these things yeah yeah. i'm I'm lost (laughs) yeah Uh, and you asked me why people buy nfts for a hundred thousand dollars i say i don't know (laughs) but um the crypto side i get so they came to me and they said, hey, here's the, here's how the coin's set up. There's no pump and dump. Um, there's a limited amount of coins available every few weeks to the people that buy it or to the founding group of it. And so you can't just buy the initial um, coin and then dump it as soon as it hits the market. And then you make X amount of money and you walk like this stuff is locked for uh, a period of time, for a long period of time so that it gets the coin into the market. Uh, the other side of this was, uh, and originally why they came to me and said, hey, are you interested? This does have a philanthropic element to it. And so uh, every time there's a buy or sell of the coin, um, 
one percent of that goes into uh, a locked account, uh, and then every month that locked account gets unlocked, and that money is donated to uh, a nonprofit. And they uh, were kind enough to say, "Hey, we want to donate this money to Humanity and Hope United." Uh, they had the, the founders have a large presence in Latin America. They uh, they have a care for Latin America. Humanity Hope United has worked with a few of their friends, uh, Global Empowerment Mission, in the past. And so they said, hey, let's get behind something. What can we get behind? It just so happened we're building houses right now. So a great thing to get behind. Uh, and so I said, I'm in. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know what this, th- you know, I, I can't tell you a lot about it. But what I do know is uh, that the opportunities are endless and let's let's do something with it. So it, it's it been on the market now, Fat Cat Killer, for eight days. Um Every day has been a new high. Uh, the money that will be going, given to H&H, Humanity and Hope, is going to make a huge impact. I can't undersell that and undervalue that. And so we're excited, not only for ourselves personally, um, but then also uh, I'm excited because I know that Humanity and Hope United is going to be so shocked when this uh, money gets transferred. They're like, what in the world just happened to mm-hmm. our lives and to our plans and our strategies? And that, that's cool because now I get to see both sides of it, not only from a personal side, but also from a philanthropic side. Because you haven't even shared with your team that this is happening yet. No, no. And oh, I, that's cool. It's just going to be yeah. a big spread, like a huge drop yeah. of money. And they're going to be like, whoa. Oh, that's really if cool. they're fans of uh, the podcast here, maybe they'll get, they're going to get a, a little. <laughs> <laughs> something's going to happen. I still think they'd be confused. And like, I don't know what Ben's up to. Something weird. Uh, but <laughs> trust them, I guess, enough. But I mean, it's cool. So the whole idea of, of Fat Cat Killer is, you know, they're the cat uh, in the in the like the dog coin race, and um, that they're kind of the underdogs. They're um, they're trying to do something uh, for those who maybe don't have the wealth or the money um, to their benefit. And so Fat Cat Killer was literally created uh, with the mission statement of to give back and to mm-hmm. be a coin that does do good for the world. Uh, and, uh, and I think that's cool. I mean, it's crypto is such a weird world. And I know people hear meme coins and they're like, that's a bunch of bogus, but I mean, we've seen them work. We've seen things happen. And then when they do work now to know the better it does, the more that's going to be given back, I think is, is something that, uh, I mean, that's kind of what we do at generous, right. At my coffee company, the more we sell, the more we give back, the better we do, the better the world hopefully becomes same idea here. The better the coin does the better the mm-hmm. world is. Uh, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah. And I don't like, also don't want to undersell the fact that it's like one, every time there's a, you know, there's a, um, like sold or bought the transaction. Mm-hmm. That's like a lot of money. And so 1% of that yeah. is incredible. Like 1% that is a, of a lot. lot is a lot. Yes, exactly. Like so. 1% of a lot is a lot. And then, so no we're giving back a lot. It's a, it's insane amount actually. Like yeah. if you look at, it's yeah. pretty insane how much is actually like the burn, and everything and everything when the transactions happen, it's it's pretty incredible to see how much. And I can't wait till after this first month when maybe we get an idea of yeah. how much money yeah. we're able to donate back because it's going to be pretty incredible. Um, and there's some awesome people behind it. Like that's the coolest part about all this. Like there's people who legitimately want to help others, and that's that's hard to find in the crypto world. I think mm-hmm. so. It's pretty cool. In fact, one of the founders uh, was on a text thread uh, today, and I thought it was cool. Um, he and I work on a few projects. You guys work with him on a few projects and he does really well uh, mm-hmm. already. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I was, I was joking with him. I was like, if this thing goes to the moon, <laughs> yeah. uh, you can buy your own Island. Yeah. Like, are we invited? 
are you going to use like, no, no, no. <laughs> what are you going to name it? Yeah. yeah. If this thing goes to the moon, like nothing changes. Uh, I still, I'm still going to do what I do now because I enjoy it. Like the guy, the people behind it really want to give back. And, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of them already are, are already set up for success. Uh, but the team is cool. Uh, it's a lot of our friends who have worked on it. And uh, I have, so here's the cool part. One house in Honduras right now costs $15,000 to build. Uh, yesterday we did a fundraiser uh, through social media, raised 35 grand. So wow. two and a half houses there. So it gets us uh, all in from the beginning of this kind of campaign to raise money for homes. Um, and, and just to be clear, we're not just giving these homes to people. Um, this is a partnership with them. Um, they're going to be paying paying the home back uh, at a rate that they can afford, and that's um, to their you know to, to the level uh, of uh, salary. So it's and it's not going to bankrupt them to have this home. Um, that's how Humanity Hope does it. It's never just like let's hand you this home and see what happens. It's let's partner in this and you help build the home, you'll pay off the home, all that stuff. So, anyways. We're about uh, a halfway there to funding all the homes that need to be built at 15 grand a home. I don't have an idea. I couldn't even tell you uh, how much money this coin in the next three weeks is going to be able to donate to Humanity and Hope. I, I can't even guess how much it is, but I imagine it's going to be enough to build a lot of homes. Uh, and that's amazing. Like mm-hmm. that's that's legacy building. That's uh safety for families that's struck like shelter for families that's peace of mind that's empowerment that's pride that's excitement for families like that stuff's going to last 100 more years uh all from the first couple months of uh, this and i I think that's awesome and i i hope people hear that story if they're part of this coin or not but just hear that story and like hey i would like to be a part of something like that i'd like to be a part of something that gives back to the world and makes the world a better place so It's always yeah. fun to find cool ways to do it. No, it's really cool, man. Yeah. And actually, speaking of, you know, raising money, we'd love to, where where can people donate? You know, any listeners yeah. or anything that want to donate, where can they donate? Uh, HumaneHope.org, um, you know, uh, is the best way. There's links there that you can donate directly to the home project. If uh, if you're more on the healthcare side of things uh, and you want to support Ukraine and what's going on over there and the refugees coming from Ukraine and those families, uh, Project Hope, uh, is doing, you can just Google Project Hope. Uh, they're doing a lot uh, in terms of mental health. Uh, it's kind of, they're kind of focusing on um, the rehabilitation, sitting with people uh, as they've been separated from families, kids have been separated from parents. Um, also, you know, some of uh, some medical aid, but uh, yeah, you can go to Project Hope to uh, to check that out and donate there. But if you want, if you're like, homes are my thing, I wanna get a home, help build a home, either come with me in August, that'd be cool. Um, get your hands dirty. It's gonna be hot. It's gonna be sweaty. <laughs> it's gonna be very hot. <laughs> it's gonna be very hot. Um, or you can, if you're like, hey, I don't want to get that hot, you can donate uh, at communityhope.org. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So everybody, uh, if you feel obliged to donate, help yeah. out. Um, either one of those. Uh, but yeah, it's just a. If you guys want more information about Fat Cat Killer, uh, fatcatkiller.com. Um, if you're interested in helping out and you know joining something that I think is gonna make a big difference in a lot of people's lives. So it's pretty cool. Pretty exciting. And it's early on still. It's eight days in. Yeah, yeah. We're only eight days in. Like that's the craziest part. And it's already been pretty awesome. Eight days, eight new highs. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool to see where this is going to go. And yeah, excited like to be a part top, of it. Isn't it like top two coin performing on by Bi- uh Binance or Binance Bi- right Binance, now? Whatever that yeah, thing's it called. Yes. Yeah, it is top the two. Second. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's pretty cool to be a part of this. And 
yeah, just, just seeing the people who have actually put, you know, have, who have put a ton of work into this and seeing how yeah. happy they are and their, they, you know, their success and everything. It's pretty cool to see. So it's, it's all exciting, man. Um, yeah. Anything else we really want to touch? Actually, yes, yes, yes. I want to know, man. Uh-oh. And this is a question I want to ask, I think at before paradise, okay. I want you to pick one female and one male who you would be excited to go down the beach. Now it doesn't need to mean they, they fall in love. It could be their total fucking train wreck. Like just pick one female and one male you want to see down on that beach this summer in Paris. Oh, that's so good. That's a great question. Um, I've, you know, with, with almost famous, we don't talk to a lot of them. There are some mm-hmm. sweet souls. Uh, I will say that came off of some of these seasons. Uh, I would like, um, I would really enjoy, I guess, to see Andrew Spencer go down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he has good energy. I think the he's best. really enjoying his time post-show, <laughs> uh, which who doesn't, right? And that's just the thing. I mean, I used to get frustrated. I was like, with people, I'd be like, come on, calm down. Like, we're, we're not as big as we think we are. <laughs> and now it just, it happens to everybody. And, and it's, it happened to me. Like it happens to everybody. So like yeah, in, yeah. He's, enjoy, he's still in that in season of enjoyment, which I think is cool. And I think he's a nice dude. Um, and then the, the weird storyline, I don't know if she's dating anybody, but everybody freaked out about Teddy on Clayton season right away. Like everybody was like, Teddy is the next bachelorette. She is like so good for the show. And then she kind of disappeared. Like she kind of, I mean, she, she had enough momentum in the first week that people talked about her for the next four weeks. And then she just kind of like never got talked about. And I remember being like, we want to see more of Teddy. She seemed great. I would like to see more of Teddy. She seemed sweet. She seemed kind. She seemed like she um, had a good head on her shoulders. And so I'd like to see her go down and just try to meet somebody. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking of train wrecks. I, I can't think of any, I can't even think of the villains uh, that are like out there that are sitting there. There wasn't like a clear cut villain. Oh, there was. That's well, Shanae, um, if, 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 yeah, Shanae was okay, like almost too much of a villain, yeah. <laughs> like almost too much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Not like a fun think, villain. I thought it was funny. I, did you guys see Wells' like Twitter? Or yeah, like, I did see that. He posted yeah. with Shanae and then the, the guy Deep T was with on. Um, Our, no, Bob no, was who's blind. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. But, I, it would be cool. So with the Shanae's of the world, it's kind of like the Thomas Jacobs. There's, there's that the show is so hard on you for maybe you, maybe you brought it upon yourself or not. I don't, I don't know. I wasn't there. Right. That I, uh, I, I want to see a redemption story with them. Like I want to mm-hmm. see something good come from paradise, which can happen. It happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want your time to be where it's like not funny kind of villain uh and then you get down to paradise and it gets even worse yeah that uh, wouldn't be good tv <laughs> that's not good tv it's hard sad. to watch it's hard yeah. to watch and then the follow-up from that i can't imagine what it feels like to get home and be that person so the villains that i like villains are like the corins of the world who are like kind of own it they're funny uh mm-hmm. they're not mean they're just like uh there and kind of like for good tv and they kind of own that i like that and i like them to go down to paradise and just cause a scene mm-hmm. um the Demi's kind of fall in that category. Like mm-hmm. I love, I love Demi. I love watching Demi. Uh, I think, you know, for you could maybe put her in a villain category at some point, but then you're kind of like, no, she's just like 
Yeah. Demi. She's just she's funny. Like her own. She's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's her own category. She's not a villain, but she's not um, yeah. maybe beloved by everybody on the beach. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones I like to see in Paradise because I think they get back. I know Demi has had her um, her struggles here as of recent. Um, and I, I don't know exactly where that's came from, but I think they get back and they, they like can handle the, the memes and the gifs, mm-hmm. uh, they can laugh at themselves and laugh at it. I just don't, I don't love paradise to be like another moment for you to just get, get crushed. Get, yeah. Kicked, kicked while you're down. And I agree. I think, I think paradise has like a lot of character arts. Like usually if you go in very popular, yeah, getting a little bit of trouble. That's happened a couple times. Uh, and then if you're really, you know, you're a villain, whatever it is, you get a redemption arc. So they love themselves some character arcs. So they yeah. that's what, you know, I'm looking and I, I think of the like very popular people. And I'm like, I think Andrew, he's very, he honestly might be one of the more popular people, him and Michael A, I think going down there. Oh. And I think they might be safe. Uh, Cause I think they're just like, I don't know their energy and everything. Like I, it'd be hard to make Andrew a villain. Like I just feel like that'd be hard to yeah. make Andrew a villain, but I want to talk about it. Teddy from what I've heard. I think they talked about it on or podcast, whatever. I think Andrew and Teddy are very interested in each other. So that could be pretty mm-hmm. cool to watch. Yeah, that could right, be pretty let's bring cool. Bring it on. Yeah, that, that, that could, could be pretty fun. I get everything I need, right? <laughs> yeah, in one, yeah. one romance. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's a good name I'd even think about. Michael A and I have talked a ton mm-hmm. uh, over the last too, few months. Yeah. I know he's been really good at reaching out to people. Mm-hmm. But like I went through a tough season and he was there during that. Like he kind of was like oddly right off the show and was like, no, man, this is how I see you. This is how I've always known you. This is what the show said about you when you weren't around. Like, um, Michael, like Mike, I have zero. Mm-hmm. If Michael A goes to the beach and he becomes a villain, I am rioting. Like, there's <laughs> zero chance that dude is a villain. But it would be awesome to see him in paradise because I thought he was going to be the next Bachelor. I mm-hmm. thought he was going to be an incredible Bachelor if he was one. Um, he's super kind. And very smart, very emotionally like in touch. And I also know he is in a place in life where he's a hard worker and he doesn't have a lot of time to date and it's hard for him to date. And so the paradise would kind of be a good excuse for him to uh, intentionally date. And uh, and so I would no, that's like that's now top like he's he's the guy I would love to watch in paradise. Yeah, but if he becomes a villain down there, like if his character arc goes to that, I'm like, there's yeah, no I don't stop. think he could, and I, I don't think Andrew could. Um, but there's gonna it's gonna be a, a couple interesting character arcs from what I've been uh, gathering from you know people yeah. and everything. So I'm looking forward to Paradise this year a lot. Um, and then real quick, let's touch base on Bachelorette Man. Um, obviously two Bachelorettes this year, and I've kind of the last few people we've had on, I want to kind of get their yeah. gauge on what what do you think this season is going to look like do you think it's going to be really dramatic between the women do you have any idea of how they're going to break it up we've heard multiple strategies of how like they're going to break up the guys I, how, what do you think the bachelorette season is going to look like well it's interesting because like my bachelorette season had two bachelorettes at the first night that's right holy shit that was your season that's right. that was my season and we voted one off which it was, was yeah. super weird even at the time it felt yeah. very odd like there wasn't one person that I talked to and I guess I only talked to a few like the Jared like of Jared's of the world and we sat there and we're like this is just weird mm-hmm. like and it's sad and it's awkward and I don't even know these girls like I have no clue what I'm voting for I'm voting like for two totally different humans so uh I guarantee they don't do that again um <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's safe to say yeah. <laughs> yeah that's safe to say I don't think there'll be drama between the women I think both of these women uh, went into it. It felt like from interviews they did and just seeing them on Clayton's season, 
where they had no interest in that. Like it didn't feel like it was a benefit to them. Neither of them were catty. Neither of them um, were chirpy, chippy during their seasons. It didn't feel like they would want to be um, during this season. Uh, So I I have a lot of confidence that that won't even be a storyline. If people are hoping that there's drama between the bachelorettes, I just think you got to give that up because I don't think these two women would would allow that to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the cool things is the lead and, and I always tell people, some people don't like to hear it, is uh, you can make it your experience. Like if they tell you to do something and you like, that doesn't feel like the right decision, uh, you can say no to it. Like mm-hmm. they can't force you to do anything. And so mm-hmm. I just don't think these women are going to allow that to happen. Now, how do, how do I see it playing out? I don't know. Uh, I hope they're not pitting the men to choose sides. And yeah. so how do you have 30, 40 men without choosing sides. I, I don't understand that. I guarantee there's not group dates where both women are like there trying to like, I think that would be awkward. Um, mm. Especially like when it gets like down to the point where you're intimate and you're like kissing the person, like how, you, how does that? Play? I was saying that I was like, how bad will a guy look if he goes and kisses Rachel and turns around and kisses Gabby, you know, like this is going to, it's going to be interesting. This could be an interesting season. Yeah. So this is what I think happens. I think they have separate group dates. Uh, I think each woman gets her own time um, with each of the guys. I think it comes down to where the women decide who they feel like um, is on like who they want around. They kind of, I think that might be like a a kind of an interesting storyline where they're trying to figure out, okay, I get him, you get him. We'll figure that out. And then any, I think this is what's going to happen. I think anybody not chosen by one of them is gone home. So I think there's a week where a lot of guys go home all at once. I think mm. there's a, there's a moment where like this gets from really big to really small, really quickly. And then you kind of see both of them on their individual experiences, but yet the guys are still living in the same house together. And so they're still talking amongst each other about, you know, what's going on. I, that would be my guess. I have no clue. Um, they, they, they tack, they opened up the bachelor at opened up a, I'd say Pandora's box. I was going to say Agreed. Pandora's box. I actually say Pandora's box. So many different ways. Two bachelorettes. Uh, I would say that if they want to do this season where people watch, they engage, they enjoy, limited, limited to expected criticism, they have to figure out a really good way to navigate this. Because mm-hmm. if not, I think uh, – get really bad for the show yeah i agree mm-hmm. i think it could be terrible for the show if they pit these women against each other i don't know if they if they, they yeah just the way it's edited could be terrible but i also think and i was saying this on the you know a couple weeks ago like the cool thing about bachelor bachelorette and this whole franchise is it really does take one season to get it back on track because mm-hmm. then people get invested in the contestants and then that you know those people fall over to the next of the bachelor yeah. watch it and then they get invested into it. so it, it does have a snowball effect i think this season could have that snowball effect of you know the 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 investment that these that our audience has or it could go the opposite way and more people stop watching the show so it's going to be interesting um i'm excited though so probably the most excited i've been uh, yeah. about a season in a long time i would agree i'd agree i'd say they do this and then the you know They've got to choose a good bachelor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They've got to get one that people are super into and enjoy watching and are invested into. And so this is a critical time for this show. Uh, they can't fall off much more. Um, mm-hmm. 
or we'll be seeing it streaming on one of the services. Yep. Uh, and so it's a big season for them. I, I think they know that. I think they're going to handle well. I also think it's why they got both bachelorettes to do it because both of them are very likable. Mm-hmm. Um, the fans love them both. How do you choose between them? And, uh, and, and I think that has to be kind of their mindset. If I was in charge, which I'm very mm-hmm. much not, it has to be their mindset as they do this, as they produce the show was, we're just lucky to have both these women here. Um, so let's make it the best possible experience for the two of them uh, and not pit them against each other. I, I, yeah. I, I, I see no way, zero, zero way that the, the two bachelorettes will ever be pitted against each other. Yeah. It'd be a huge mistake, in my opinion. A huge mistake. So yeah. I don't think they'll do it either. I don't think they can handle any more mistakes. So I don't think no. they're going to make this one. <laughs> so cool. Well, man, I appreciate you coming on. Always good to chat, catch up. All right, cool, man. Love you. I appreciate you. Love you guys. I'll See talk y'all. later. Behind the Rose is recorded live at the world-famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. Be sure to go check out our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast and follow us so you always know when we drop a new episode. And give us all five of those stars. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time, Behind the Rose.